This is Pete Moore on Halo Talks NYC on location, Scottsdale, Arizona, with my friend of at least 15 years, maybe more, <laughs> Zach Lucas, VP of Sales, Promotion Vault. Zach, welcome to the show. Thank you, sir. Super excited to be here. So um, you and I go back in the industry probably before the uh, the DSL line and the T1 line. So uh, talk about your background of, of uh you know, growing up in the sector and, uh, you know, we'll talk about what uh, Promotion Vault's doing now to help people drive profitability into their clubs. Absolutely. So I started in the industry. I went to school to be a history teacher up in Oregon. Yeah, perfect. perfect. It was perfect. I got a job at 24 Fitness working the front desk in Salem, (laughs) Oregon. Uh, I was terrible at that job, by the way. Absolutely terrible. My, my, uh, I remember Paul White, Almost fired me every day because I could not multitask at all. <laughs> He's like, if you can't answer the phone and check people in at the same time. But uh, one of the guys taught me about Apex sales. He taught me about supplements, taught me how to make a little extra money on my check. And I became one of the number one supplement sailors of, at the front desk. From there, I went to personal training, fitness manager. I caught the fitness bug uh, 22 years ago. And I decided after um, staying with 24 Fitness for about seven years, that I like the private sector a little better. Came down to Arizona, worked with a company called Pure Fitness. Sure. We built um, a lot of clubs here in Arizona. I think eleven or twelve clubs here in Arizona. And about that got acquired by LA, LA Fitness back in the day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and when that happened, um, we basically found ourselves without a job, and uh, we acquired and maybe a little money in our pocket, but. I ended up going into the studio world and building some studios here with a partner. He he had a great model, and I took my um, studio knowledge out to the world and ended up building about 100 studios as a consultant. Um, I love the group training model. I, I, I love the, the fitness aspect. I've always been on the fitness side. Um, and then uh, about two, th- maybe a year ago, uh, well, three years ago, Brian Mitchell and I met, and he had, was telling me about Promotion Vault. And much like a lot of our customers today, I stared at him and I did not understand what he was talking about. That, that's that's usually what happens in the first time interaction. Yeah, <laughs> marketing and advertising to me was a dollar down. I mean, we had gone all the way down to a dollar and no enrollments. And, you know, when I started in the fitness, we were charging, you know, hundreds of dollars to enroll. And and I remember 24 Fitness was, was no free personal training. If you gave free personal training sessions, you were fired. It was terminated. Uh-huh. Now we give them buy one, get one, you know. And, and so Brian was trying to teach me the incentive world as a gym owner. And I was staring at him like, it doesn't make any sense. Why would I not give free training or free dues? Because doesn't cost me anything. And so I was one of his customers that he talked to about, man, you just, you just don't understand. You don't have a free empty hole of pockets and, you know, of money just to keep giving dues and dues and dues. So started with him as his VP of sales about a year ago to, to really try to uh, teach the market what I learned about incentives. And here I am 22 years later, I, I absolutely love this industry. I love teaching it and consulting with the teams and consulting with the gyms out there and helping them drive revenue through incentives. So, so how important to you in your current position is it that you worked at the front desk, that you sold supplements, that you understand the communication at the point of sale, that you're, you know, you're selling somebody hope, you're selling them a better lifestyle, you're selling them health. And that, um, you know, that that's not something that should be discounted because it's probably the most important thing that someone's going to do you know, during during a week or during a month or during a year. So yeah. having the psychology of the biz, of the gym owner or the studio owner or the sales desk person or the or the, the the person that's you know educating someone on it. How do you 
How, did, how is that kind of framed your ability? You know, sale, you're VP of sales, but that's probably, you're really VP of like evangelizing and helping someone understand yeah. the value of what's being provided. Yeah, what we find is that, you know, when Brian built Promotion Vault, and he, and obviously, you know, you go back with Brian, you know, uh, to the very beginning, he had a, an extremely in-depth knowledge of the fitness industry. I think one of the differences between us is I had lived every position and I had run every position from a manager, general manager, fitness manager, district manager, vice president of fitness. I was responsible for each one of those jobs. So now that we work with our consumer, our, our clients, the gyms, you know, it's invaluable that not only myself, one of our other sales guys, actually we hire operators to help them understand and help us understand what business model are they in? Are they a mid-tier player? Are they upper? Are they a high volume, low, low, low price model? So that we understand exactly their, their, their client, who they're after. And by doing each one of those roles, it, it was, it's priceless for me to be able to consult with them and talk to them about here's where that gift card is going to be the most the best bang for your buck, you know, it's, it's, yeah, it's I think, incredible. I think one of the, the interesting parts about working with an outsourced vendor, such as promotion vault or, you know, whoever else you're using as a club owner or an op or, or a, or a studio operator. And you, whether it's your billing software, whether it's your sales and marketing, whether it's your, your CMS is that to, to understand that that vendor or that partner is, is working with a lot of other groups. So you're basically like getting this this best in class software delivery platform, but you're also like they're they're educating you on what's working yeah. in the industry, and you got to trust them because they're they're one level above your four walls of the club or your four walls of the studio. It's hard for you to be able to have that kind of knowledge without actually being in it. Yeah. So talk talk about like how you guys look at what promotions are working across the the North America and being able to say, okay, look in, in certain markets, you know. Here's what we're seeing, you know, is, is helping people drive sales and retention. I think the, the one of the things that I've learned the most about this role is that since we're integrated, not only with, you know, the largest POS providers, EBC and MyBody and Jonas, and we're, we're, we're working with all the largest brands and the independents, we're, we're as a group, as a team, listening and learning from customers every single day. So not only are we giving, you know, what we believe is our wonderful, great advice for Brian and I, but we're also learning and we're, and we're putting that back into what we call best practices and taking it back out to the market, whether it's, you know, us launching this year, we launched the studio model saying, hey, look, these aren't high volume, low cost models. These are expensive models and they still need to acquire a customer uh, and their cost of, to acquire is a little bit higher. So how do we how do we take best practices? So we get to we get to work within every single different brand to see what's working and then take best practices back out to the market or to our customer and say, hey, this is what we recommend. This is what we see. It works for clubs just like yours or, or similar markets or models like yours. And then they get to also kind of push back and say, well, these are what our thoughts are on that. So with working with all these customers, we see this nice blend of us knowing all this information and then taking it and applying it to their own, you know, marketing and advertising and sales. But really it's, it's invaluable to get to work with thousands of locations because we get to see, you know, all the best practices across the brands. Yeah. As you know, a lot of people say, well, you know, the, uh, the club market and the uh, and the studio market is is oversaturated, and then I, I looked at a stat the other day that there's you know there's like two hundred thousand fitness locations in the U S. but there's about seven hundred thousand places where you can buy a beer. Yeah, so like maybe you know that should be flipped on its head, and we got seven hundred thousand fitness studios because you're basically 
trying to get somebody's time yeah. and where they're going to spend their dollars, whether that's on entertainment, which we're, we're providing yeah. in, in the fitness industry. But as you um, as you look at clubs or studios that come in, um, and, and what we see is that people build a beautiful location and think that the door is going to swing open because someone's going to say, hey, look, that place yeah. is you know, beautifully architected. And I think a lot of the studio operators don't fully appreciate that this is a sales and marketing business and you got to keep that door turning because you're inevitably going to lose people, not because necessarily something you do or don't do, but it's human nature to, to work out and to, you know, hop around and, and try new things. So yeah. as you think about educating people on, you know, what dollars they need to spend on marketing, what a customer costs to walk through the door, you know, what, and, and, and being in it, you know, from 24 hour, which is a pretty hardcore, you know, sales culture. Yeah. You know, how do you, how do you kind of, uh, how do you explain that to, to the average studio operator? It's, you know, say like, Hey, look, in pre-sale, you got to spend 50 grand. They're like, Whoa, Whoa, I didn't budget that. You know, yeah. what are you talking about? Why do I need to do that? You know, it's interesting because when we first started, you know, 22, 23 years ago, the studio model hadn't developed yet. So when I started up in Portland, Oregon, we were against valleys. It was 24 hour valleys head to head. We didn't have to worry about all these other, uh, these other companies. So, right. Um, what, what we did do a lot better back then was we served and, and we served our membership base with services, with, with, um, personal training appointments, with nutrition, with real nutritional consulting. You know, we've gotten a lot, a lot of studios and gyms and companies have gotten away with, they just deliver a workout. And I do think that a period of time over the last couple of years, it's worked, but I see a huge, um, there's huge room in the market for good serving customer um, companies that will come in and actually take care of that customer. Because at the end of the day, people will pay for results. What they what they usually end up quitting is they quit that they don't get results or they don't use the facility. But people that are losing weight or or, or getting towards their goal, whatever that is, is they 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 continue to use the, the locations. And I think the average they say is about fourteen to eighteen percent of the market actually you know, joins a health club. So if you think about only 20% of people within one square mile join your health club or join a health club, there's a huge, there's a lot of room for new players on the market. It just is, what's your plan going to be? How are you going to tell me that you're going to be the best, which marketing advertising, when you think about the best gyms in the world, are they the best at delivering results? Are they the best product or the best workout, best experience, or are they the best marketing and advertisers? And what we are seeing, I think, in the last five years, is the best people that advertise and market are the and, and sell are the are where most of the members are ending up because they're reaching them. They're they're telling them the message. Right. So the studios have a hard time with how not spending the money, you know, and not getting that message out and not reaching me at home to tell me you should try my studio and this is why. Right. Companies that are doing it. They're cranking. Yeah, the, the, the ironic part is that, you know, Planet Fitness spends the most amount of money on sales and marketing, and they have got 14 million members. Yeah. So, you know, you take a, you did a math on that. They, they might have like a 28% market share of, of health club members, yet provide the lowest frills, you know, yeah. no service, m more likely not to get results yeah. because there's nobody there. Yeah. Um, and it's, you know, kind of a, a, a glorified laundromat. However, you know, it is getting people to get off the, the couch and do yeah. something. So, you know, as you as people are starting to use the the promotion vault from a gift card standpoint, from rewarding members for referrals, for yeah. uh, taking per 10 personal training sessions, you know, how how has it been over the last year, year or so 
to educate the club operator and the studio operator say, look, there, there's a part of your business where we got to get people in the door. You got to then deliver the results that you promised. And then you got to reward people just like every other industry. You know, I check into a hotel. I got my reward points. You know, I go on a plane. I got my reward points. I go on JetBlue and they say, I appreciate you being a Mosaic member yeah. when I check in because that's, they know that I like that yeah. and I, and I want that. So, you know, how do you, how do you think about, you know, where are we in the spectrum of you being an educator to you being a provider and like a value added addition to like what they're already doing? Yeah. You know, it's, it's interesting. Cause I think the planets prove the point that marketing and advertising, no matter what falls behind it, it works. Right, I mean, right. when I, when I watched um, the ball drop from here in Arizona, sure. I know you live in New York, so you're real yeah. close to it. We watch it from here. Every, the whole day, and the whole day, it, you would think is Planet Fitness because everywhere are those purple things. Everybody's flicking around, right? right? So you would you would think in the world of, of America, well, America, that uh, that Planet Fitness is delivering the best results across the world in fitness, but really, they're the best marketing and advertisers in the in the game. So yeah. you know, I, I see I see our, our a lot of the companies needing to step up, and if you are going to compete. You got to find that middle ground between spending the right amount of dollars in your marketing and advertising and telling your story, and then having the product, you know, almost outserve that company. Um, or if you're going to try to be the similar brand that doesn't have personal training, that doesn't have Group X classes, you're going to be out dollared. There's just no doubt about it. Right. So you have to bring your unique style, your, your unique product, and you have to deliver on it. You have to deliver on that experience. You know, it's really. We're talking to, you know, Brian and I, the CEO, we're talking a lot about this the other day, that customer service is, is dead. It's really member experience. It's about the experience of that client or even we focus here on not using the words customer service or client service, but client success and client experience because nothing's ever going to be perfect, but can we deliver the best experience for our member or for our client, you know, even a promotion book? So, so some of the metrics that we look at and, and you know, maybe you could shed some light on this from your end but if you're a uh, if you're if you're a middle market big box gym you got to spend at least ten thousand a month on marketing and there, there's really no way around that and if you're a studio you know you should really be spending three thousand to five thousand a month and you got to spend it every month and you got to understand that every month is starts a new sales period and you know you got to ingrain in people that you know we're never done because people are going to come and go and we got to keep this machine and engine going. And when we see some of these companies come in and ask us to evaluate their business, typically the, the, the biggest red flag is when I see the marketing costs go down and they then they figure out, well, you know, well, we didn't think that marketing was working. You know, so how do you educate or what, what's your pitch to people when they say, well, oh, $20 gift card like that costs $22. And it's like, well, you know, you're, you're getting a member that's probably got a three or four hundred dollar lifetime value to start plus if they become a member and they're an avid you know raving fan of yours they're probably going to tell five to ten people you know how they lost weight or how they you know gain muscle or how better they feel so like, how do you how do you educate people on like the return on this and it's not just like here's an excel spreadsheet and here's what's going to happen but like yeah the philosophy that like this is what you got to do 
it's really hard in the fitness business to, to move them from move our clients a lot from free that it doesn't cost me anything to give a free month to cost of acquire when you're a $30 a month club. It certainly costs you that $30 next month to, Hey, we think you should give a $30 gift card and use the sales narrative that, Hey, we've taken care of your enrollment or your first month's dues with a gift card because of our digital hoop and only 30% activation. It's only going to cost you 10 bucks. So we, what we do is we teach them that with gift cards, you should be about 600 to a thousand dollars a month of your, of your marketing and advertising spend, partner with these big brands. And we teach them, you know, January is one of the business, in my, in my experience, one of the, the examples of the fitness business where a lot of these people turn off, the fitness business turns off a lot of their marketing and advertising because they get natural guest traffic. Ah. Well, in other verticals, they turn it on. They're like, right. wait a minute, I'm going to see a thousand more people. Yeah, Black Friday, I'm, right? I'm, I'm, <laughs> hey, Black Friday, I'm cranking down the specials. I'm, I'm going to spin that member life cycle. I'm going to put gift cards here, gift cards there. They're in the club. I'm going to get them to buy retail. I'm going to get them to member, you know, to do PT orientations. You know, it, it it's an it's an industry that sometimes thinks. You know, I have friends that are that are you know endurance runners, and they would tell me they would never buy a certain shoe from a certain company to endurance run. But yet that that shoe company hits me every day with a different advertising that tells me why they're the best shoe company in the world. And they don't turn it off just because they have a good month or right. a better month right. coming. They crank down on it when they're doing better. So it's just a philosophy of marketing and advertising them understanding that they need to budget out. Some of it goes towards their Facebook. Some of it goes towards external pieces. But for gift cards, you know, we've we've seen studies that people like the value add and the incentive three to one over a discount. I mean, think about a discount. I'm a member walking your door. I'm not paying you. I don't have any value for your service. And you're going to tell me I don't have to pay something that I already wasn't paying right, versus right. walking into your store and saying, hey, Zach, here's a Home Depot card. Well, I just spent $50 at Home Depot fixing my sprinkler system that my puppy ate my dog my kids talked me into getting a puppy and so he ate my whole sprinkler system i would have loved a home depot gift card <laughs> as i'm sitting there yesterday and so it's just the difference between giving discounts versus giving me something i get to walk away with and studies show that people like those incentives they like that gift a lot more than paying for something or not paying for something that, that they, they weren't paying for to begin with yeah sure and also like it dilutes the value of that for future you know, pay payments to, to the club or whatever it is. You think you're going to get it. But one of the guys I used to work for said, if you give up price, you will never get it back. Agreed. So don't give up price. So the second thing that, I, that that's really intriguing to me about the gift card business, when, when I was running my software company back in 2000 and 2003, we did a deal with Disney. It took us like six months, and it was an awesome promotion. And it was being able to say that like, we had Gold's Gym and, like, Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, yeah. You know, and, it, and I worked that hard. And I flew to California several times, and, you know, we had to get all sorts of specs with, you know, you're allowed to do this, you're not allowed to do this. The, the interesting part about the gift card business is basically me, if I had Pete's studio in New York City, through promotion vault, I could do a discount, I could do a gift card with, you know, Amazon, or I could do a discount with Home Depot. And the perception is now on the member side, like, holy shit, Pete, Pete's studio's got a deal <laughs> You know, like they're partnered up with this big brand. Like, how the hell did they do that? Right. But the way the gift card business works, you're allowed to do that. Yeah. So talk about a little bit of the psychology around yeah. your brand association. Yeah, we, we, we teach that all the time because, you know, even when I owned my own studio, I would tell you my studio is the greatest studio in the world. And you'd be like, yeah, great. I never heard of it. I, right. I mean, really haven't. I'm sure it is, but I never heard of it. So 
being being able to partner with these brands that have that everybody knows and and having something for everybody where it's target or starbucks or you know best buy amazon you literally by getting to partner with them the consumer sees that and the consumer they know exactly what that value is if you throw out a 25 dollars gift card right now to, to amazon home depot best buy i know what that means that that's for me that's an accessory for my cell phone it it relates very easily i've seen uh, a a discount this month from a personal training company said you get you know fifty percent off. What does that mean? I don't even know what the original cost was, and right. and would that really get me in? So you know, equating in a, a, these big large brands to your brand really gives you national exposure. Uh, and something I want to touch base on something you asked me just a minute ago because sure. you were right on the head of something very very important that gym owners really need to take into account. If you call AT and T or some some large mobile providers right now. Or if you call your, your cable company, ask them for a free month. See what they say. They'll never give you a free month because they know that the value, as soon as they give you that service for free, any customer service issue you have, you're going to ask for that month for free. Any time they throw out promotions, they use other things. HBO's free, like for yeah. cable. You know, uh, AT&T will use accessories or phones they, they won't use their own monthly service. So gyms, we try to teach them that, get away from using that because you're literally from the moment you're telling them that our monthly fee is this, but don't worry about paying it this month. Well, that sets a precedent down the future that you're basically saying my, my, my gym doesn't really cost this and the value isn't that every single month. Mm -hmm. So use other things, use, use the gift cards, you know, and um, that's what we tell them to move away from. But yeah, partnering with Amazon and, and large brand, not even just Amazon, any any large national brand will will get somebody. The goal of the gift card is to get them to do the action that you want them to do, and give you the opportunity to sell whatever it is that that you're trying to to win in fitness. Good, yeah, this is great. So, um, just give us a snapshot of how many clubs you guys are in studios you're you're currently servicing. Um, you know what the future looks like over the next six to twelve months of. of how the, the gift card system works and, and what you, you yeah see. yeah right now we're probably over about 2200 locations we work with all major brands in the fitness business um, most of the independents studio model we're probably over a thousand locations probably creeping up on 1500 um, as now we're seeing the larger brands jump in you know it's interesting because we we at brian and i absolutely love and i know as well as yourself we we love we come from the fitness side so we love it but the gift card world for us is also moving in other verticals. I mean, you think about, you know, um, being able to do test drives in cars and, and apartment complexes and real estate. And um, any time somebody wants to see the do an action, we can gift card it if we can see it in your data. And we can link into that API. So where I see us, where I see us heading in the next year is, is, is probably up to three or 4,000 locations uh, nationwide. Um, and Canada, because we're in Canada now, um, maybe exploring some of the other uh, countries that, that um, gift cards are, are readily used in, not every country they are, and then um, moving into other verticals. We get those calls every single day from other verticals saying, how do we, how do we work with you guys? How do we turn on Promotion Vault? So, Great. Well, Zach, it's, uh, we've known each other for over 15 years now, so continued success uh, as the VP of Sales or VP of Education or <laughs> the evangelist of helping uh, clubs and studios continue to, to prosper. So thanks for being on the show. Love Great it. to see you. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having me.